0: Hey, it's really good to be back uh, with you. Uh, I'm. Uh, this is my first Sunday back uh, since the middle of October. Uh, and I just want to thank you for your prayers and your concerns. And I also want to thank you for uh, October was Pastor Appreciation Month and thanks for your remembrance of that and everything that's going on. So uh, I want you to find the scripture, use your device or your Bible and get to Isaiah 40, 28 and 29. You're gonna be looking at why you're getting that together. I uh, want to uh, say thanks to Robert Meacham and to Logan Smith and Justin Ross uh, for preaching in my absence. Uh, you're gonna think they preached because I've recently had some health issues and had surgery and been in the hospital and been home. <clears throat> uh, that's not what happened. Uh, I had planned these three Sundays to just let other people preach. Uh, and just let you hear somebody different, you, you know, you can get tired of hearing the old preacher. And I, I certainly understand that. Yeah, and I mean that. I do understand that. But um, so they weren't lined up because I was recovering. They were lined up before I even knew I had a health issue. So that's just how good the Lord is in putting that together. But I want to thank Robert and Logan and Justin for what they've done and what they've been teaching and how they've been preaching So Isaiah 40, 28 and 29 is the first we wanna focus on. He says, do you not know, have you not heard that the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the whole earth? He never grows faint or weary. There is no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the weary and he strengthens the powerless. Let's pray. Father, help me to be a plain preacher today, so plain that a child would understand me. Help me to be in tune to your Holy Spirit, any word of knowledge you give to me, to speak to a listening audience. If you prompt me with it, I do want to be obedient to speak to it. I trust you will do that even in this moment. And then, Lord, you will remind me that of everybody watching or in service or in person, uh, I'm the one under a great judgment, a more strict judgment, because I'm a teacher of your word, and I accept my place in rightly dividing your word. It's in the name of Jesus, I pray, his name that I preach. Amen. Uh Rob, we've been focusing on strength uh, and not really as a series. I know that sounds kind of weird. It really wasn't a plan series, but we've been focusing on strength and just keeping that focus going. Robert preached on uh, being a doer and how God gives strength uh, to you and gives strength to you for him to endure. And being a doer, uh, he gave personal testimony of that. Logan preached their strength and obedience that God gives us That Justin preached that there is strength on uh, doing life in a connected way uh, of how we bring strength. Great job, guys. And I love all three of them. And you'll hear more from them too, even in the future. But there's a great question. We talk about if you're going to disciple people properly, you got to learn to ask good questions. If you want to have great spiritual conversations, you got to learn to ask uh, great questions and even in this verse 28 there are two great questions do you not know have you not heard about who the Lord is so we're you, you're going to today if you haven't before you're going to hear today uh, but we're going to focus on Isaiah forty thirty-one. 31 Isaiah 40 31 and this is a popular verse for a lot of people but those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength they will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and they will not faint. Let's just walk through this verse together. It says, but those who trust in the Lord. Uh, the word trust actually has a contingency of hope that you're waiting. There's those that wait on the Lord, your version may have. It says those who wait on the Lord. The, the trusting, the hoping, the waiting, they all go together. But it, it has a picture that you are waiting on something or someone. There's some anticipation uh, that is coming with you. Uh, it, there's gonna bring, it's going to bring aid. It's going to bring help. And we know that our trust is in someone. It, it totally matches Proverbs 3, 5, where it says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. We're not trusting in just something. And we're not trusting in just anyone. We are trusting in the Lord. I, I want get, to get to a life per, uh, illustration here, something personal. Uh, I, have a, I have a hunting dog named Solo. She's a British lab, beautiful dog. And uh, she has learned that when Julie and I have a main meal together or we're snacking in front of the television, she has learned to come sit right in front of us. Now, I didn't have to teach her that. I I didn't have to take her through obedience school to do that. She just knows that if we're eating, there's a chance that she's going to eat too. Uh, It could be something we drop or she just sits there staring a hole through you. Uh, My point is (laughs) she's waiting. I mean, and she's waiting with anticipation. She she can't cross her... uh, she can't cross her toes on her paw but she's uh, she's hoping she's hoping we're going to give her a smidgen of it or we're going to drop something or there's trust there's waiting there's anticipation there's all that that she's she's going to be rewarded with whatever it is that we're eating um, in fact, probably like you, when we get finished with something, I just lay the plate down there and let her finish. If she's learned now, if she hears the civil silver, the silverware and it's rattling, uh, there's a you know there's there's a chance here that I'm gonna get something to eat. I, I've asked myself this: Do I look at the Lord with the same anticipation that my dog looks at me or Julie when uh, we're eating a snack or a main meal that they're gonna get something of it? I mean, really, that's what fix your eyes on the Lord is all about, And it? I look to him for anticipation. And in this verse, just flat out this verse, I have to look to him for my strength, and we're gonna break that down. Uh, It says that, uh, but for those who trust in the Lord, uh, who trust in the Lord, the Lord, he will renew their strength. The word renew here means there's an exchange going on. I'm gonna trade something in and I'm gonna get something back. Uh, Does it have a picture of old and new? It does, it has a picture of something old being traded in for something new, thus the word renew, right? Uh, It also has the picture of, uh, it's an improved state. And one one of the way this word is used is changing of your clothes, getting rid of the old clothes and putting on the new clothes or cleaner clothes your play clothes or your work clothes for dress clothes. Uh, it just becomes the picture, but it is the picture of exchange. I am exchanging my weakness for his strength. Uh, and the word renew means it's an improved state. It, it means it, it got a little better than it was before. You know, this goes right in line with biblical teaching. Romans, uh, I mean, uh, Acts one uh says, uh, we're talking about the exchange here, the transfer here. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you will be my witnesses, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the world. You see the exchange of that. Uh, I'm I'm not going to have the power to be his witness because I just choose to be the witness. Uh, He will give me power to all of you. Some who think you are timid or weak, he'll give you power to be the witness. Do you see the exchange there? If I'm going to be his witness, I'm going to have to do it under his power. There's the exchange. Uh, This is the favorite, especially among athletes. And that's Philippians 4.13. I am able or I can do all things through him who strengthens me. The picture there is uh, the transfer that he gives us the strength to be able to endure. Uh, And then back to verse 31. He says, uh, but for those who trust in the Lord... He will renew and very he will renew something very specific. He will renew their strength. It says they will soar on wings like eagles. Uh, the picture of the eagle is used a lot in Scripture, meaning strength and support. It's used a lot. I know a lot of Christian schools use an eagle as their mascot uh, based on this verse. I know several. Uh, that do that, and rightfully so. I think that's wisely chosen that they do that. But uh, the wing here is a reference to renewal. In other words, a bird goes through a molting process and they get a new set of wings. They they go through it, they get a new set to work with. Uh, it's, It's not just regular flight that we're talking about here. Uh, The scripture and the promise of God is that we will soar on wings uh, like eagles. It's a picture of renewal uh, that we will be able to do that. Then he says uh, they will run. Those that trust in the Lord will run and not grow weary. Uh, The word run is a a phrase that talks about just living your life. You know, run the race means just to live your life. Uh, Not growing weary or tired, but it's not on our strength. It's, uh, it's on his strength. I, I wanna take you to a verse in this, in this chapter. It's verse 30. It talks about young people and uh, something I wish I was, again. It said, youths may faint and grow weary and young men stumble and fall. That verse is in there, and I believe it's in there for a specific reason, because uh, we think young people have unlimited strength, and that's not true. And this verse is saying that it's not true. I mean, I I just made a comment. I want to go back to being young, like I had this unlimited strength. Well, I had strength and it would carry me a long way. But even our own physical strength, even in our youth is limited. And that's the picture that I believe Isaiah is trying to run uh, or trying to give us. I can't run and live my life Uh, just on my strength alone, because my strength is limited. Even the strength of a youngster, a young person, a youngin', if I can say it that way, is limited. Uh, And the point is that his strength is unlimited. And then he tells us in this verse 31, they will walk and they will not faint. Walk is still a metaphor for living your life. Uh, And uh, the picture of it is that you're gonna walk through I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, the valley of darkness. I've been telling you for a long time, I don't know if you pay attention to me or not. I just, it's my job to deliver the mail. It's your job to open it. So I don't know if you open it or not. I just know I want to be faithful in delivering it to you. But I know the gospel message is about the incarnation of Jesus. It's about the cross, the resurrection, the gift of eternal life, his kingdom, and his sweet return. But I wanna tell you, uh, it is about him leading you through. I mean, I can put all that together and see the promise that God is going to lead you through. So whether it's I'm going to soar, I'm gonna run, metaphor for living my life, I'm gonna walk, another metaphor for living my life, the whole picture is that we live it through. I, uh, I learned a method of studying scripture and I've learned several actually, probably about 16 or 17 methods of studying God's word. And one of them is called pronounce it method. And the pronounce it method means you take a verse of scripture like this one, verse 31, and you just go through every word, pronounce every word, focus on every word. And then just pray uh, that the Holy Spirit would uh, uh, bring to your mind some things that you need to key on in that. It's it's just like when I walk in my neighborhood, Lord, who do you want me to pray for? I've been walking since my surgery, my AFib, and I've been coming up here walking, trying to build my strength, and I'm listening to praise and worship music, and uh, people can see me from the road. I'm raising my hands, and I'm having a time in the Lord, and I just say to him, Lord, as I walk, bring to my mind people that you want me to pray for. And I can do the same thing with the pronounce it method, Lord, I'm in this verse. I feel I'm in this verse for a reason. Highlight, and I'll focus on every word, whether it's a conjunction, uh, whatever. But I focus sometimes on the verbs. The Holy Spirit will show me, just look at the verbs. So in verse 31, I'm gonna just look at the verbs through the pronounce it method. And looking through the verbs are, but those who trust. There's a verb, trust. Uh, I am uh, believing that God can, and that's where we all need to start, but I'm going to trust him that he will. All, All of us begin with hearing and believing God can, but then we move to trusting him that he will. We trust him. Then I come down to the next one. Those that trust will renew. There's another verb. They will renew. I come down to the next one. They will soar. I come down to the next one, they will run. Uh, They will run and then we won't get weary. Then I come down to the next one and they will walk and not faint. I just want you to see the verbs are action words. It's in doing. So I can go back to Robert's sermon. I can go back to Logan's sermon. I can go back to Justin's sermon. I can include my focuses on God's strength. We are in a discipleship culture where it's gonna mess with you, it's gonna challenge you, what you believed, it's gonna challenge you on what you think the church should and should not do. But listen guys, we have got to live kingdom lives, not just church calendar lives. We have got to live kingdom lives. Some of us have just been living church calendar lives. The Lord's going to strengthen you for a major reason, and that's so you'll carry on the kingdom life. That's why he strengthens you. All of these are pointing forward, Uh, the trusting, renewing, soaring, running, walking, uh, and all of it has to do with going through a crisis, going through a challenge, going through the day-to-day demands, and even going through life's surprises. Just the last few weeks has has just been a major life surprise to me. Not factoring in any of this whatsoever, but God is leading me through. I've been looking at a verse, 1 Timothy 1.12. I give thanks to Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has strengthened me because he considered me faithful, appointing me to the ministry. And I, I know what his call in my life is, and he's giving me strength, and I believe renewed strength. To carry it on till the day that he calls me home so the indication is for those of us who trust him we're going to fly higher we're going to run faster and we're going to walk through did you hear that the indication is we who trust him fly higher run faster and walk longer we walk through remember the kingdom life the doer is blessed We begin by hearing, but then we are transferred to being a doer. No matter the season that we're in in our life, he strengthens us to live his kingdom life. It's moving forward, not in your strength, but his. I've been asking you to uh, pray for a family that's close to Julie and me. and uh, uh, He's a pastor friend. We've talked with him for 12 years, just about every summer, 11 or 12 years. Know their children love them deeply, uh, and I've I've told you uh, about praying for him. He uh, contracted COVID, and uh, he has since died. Uh, and we are blown away. We're heartbroken. Uh, there's a great circle of friends. He's a pastor of a church in Ohio, uh, but I want to I want to show you something about their life for just a moment. Um, his wife had a niece who was 22 years old, drunk driver, uh, crossed the center line, hit her and killed her at 22. They were headed to her funeral. So this is all around the end of September, 1st of October. And uh, so her husband, who's our pastor friend, said, I can't breathe. Uh, went to the emergency room, checked him in. She didn't seem for 26 days, just ventilators. Uh, talking about a trach, being prone, uh, so that it helps the breathing. Just one thing after another, he eventually succumbed to COVID. Broke our hearts. Not only that, his so, so his wife has the death of her husband. His wife has the death of her niece, her sister's daughter. Uh, her his wife's parents were both in two separate hospitals in Ohio while Bruce was in a hospital uh, in ICU. Uh, And all this is going on. And we know this lady and we love her deeply and we've been in prayer for her. And I want you to hear me and I don't want you to, I don't want you to critique me because if you do, it's just going to fire me up. Okay. And what I mean by that is I know that we show signs of comfort to people And I thank you, some of you brought food to my house. I'm grateful for that, you need to know that. But I I wanna tell you, your casserole's not gonna help this woman get through what she's going through. Now I'm not telling you not to bless her, and I'm not telling you that that's not a sign of comfort, but I'm telling you the only thing that's gonna take this woman, all this is going on in one month, one month of her life. A niece like a daughter, a husband, Mom and dad sick, uh, all that. Let me tell you, let me tell you, the only thing that's gonna lead her through is the strength that heaven can give her through the person of Christ. That's the only way she's gonna make it. And I I want you to hear, you we're gonna have to trade our own strength. I I consider myself to be very strong, but what I just went through is totally out of my control. Out of my control. And I consider myself to be a strong man. And my point in that is, moment by moment, season by season, I have to exchange my strength for His. And my battle to do it on my own for allowing Him to do it through me. I go back to verses 28 and 29. Two great questions. Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God? The creator of the whole earth. He never grows faint or weary. There is no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the weary and he strengthens the powerless. Um, we get weary. We get tired, fatigued, exhausted, physically, mentally, uh, emotionally. You can't handle it. Another thing. Uh, and, but yet another thing seems to, seems to arrive. Uh, my point is, let's exchange. Let's do the exchange. Let's. I, I want to trade in my tired and weary life, my worrying life, my fearing life, my doubting life, my anger life. A lot of anger out there right now. My hate. Please don't let hate enter into your course of living. Uh, right here and right now i want to exchange that that's what the word renew is how i make the exchange so i'm going to ask you today in just a time of prayer while we're together and i'm going to ask you to whatever it is you're battling with just say, Lord, I'm gonna, I just want to give it to you. You, you may want to sit where you are and open up your hands like you're receiving something. Or you may want to open up your hands like you're giving something away, ready to receive something. And I, I know you may not like the corny illustration, but I do. You, you may want to look at him with anticipation the way Solo, my dog, looks at me or looks at Julie just for a morsel of food. Uh, you may want to look at him in that way in anticipation that he is going to make the exchange with you. He is going to renew you. I, I pray that you pray that right now. And even in your prayer, thank him that he has led you through. In this day and time of crisis as a church and as Christians, we need to be flying higher. We need to be running faster and we need to be walking longer and we need to be walking through. In this crisis, uh, our, our, our surrender to Jesus needs to look the most special thing in our life, and people need to see Him and see Him through us. It's good to be back with you. I have missed you. It's good to be back with you, and I love you, and you hang in there, you hear me? And you trade it in, you exchange it, and let Him strengthen you and watch what he does in your life in that. Uh, God bless you, and as we continue to say, grace and peace.